Get ready to innovate and organize your workspace with Metro. As the industry leader in storage and distribution systems, Metro is here to transform and organize your kitchen. With their premium solutions, you'll experience the Metro difference. Metro's sturdy and versatile shelving units, workstations, holding cabinets, and utility carts are designed to streamline operations and maximize your productivity. Don't settle for imitators. Metro products last longer and offer unparalleled quality and durability. Plus, the many customization options ensure that your space is tailored to your unique needs. Hey, we use them here at Walk & Talk. Say goodbye to chaos and hello to order with Metro Shelving. Visit their website or contact them today to start designing your perfect space. Metro Shelving, your partner in organization and efficiency. Son of a dirty. (laughs) Okay, okay, somebody. <clears throat> recording okay okay this we're is going five you know what I mean? not the giggles five four <clears throat> three two one walking todd podcast rolling Hello, food fam. This is the Walk and Talk podcast. I'm your host, Carl Fiadini. We're podcasting on site at Salimar Restaurant, uh, Rooftop Bar in Midtown Tampa. And Salimar is the place to be for a next level dining experience. Chef Jonathan Rodriguez and squad will delight your appetite. Get here for an amazing atmosphere, fantastic food, and cool cocktails with Julio, your bartender. Today, we're cutting into produce distribution and into the uh, internal fortitude that it takes to run a growing family-owned company. We're talking moving parts galore. Produce is a center plate necessity. That means chefs are always searching for the rarest and freshest product selections to add flavor, nutrition, and looks to the dish. Drizzle on a seven-day service schedule to really test the foundation of the company. Produce Pro Tip. Quality and service are equals. They are the dynamic duo of the food service business. Okay, let's dig in. But first, our sponsor today. Attention chefs and purchasing personnel in hotels, restaurants, and country clubs. Pazeki's Produce and Specialty Foods is your one-stop destination for quality, service, and a growing selection of specialty food products. I'm going to say service twice because you get taken care of, period. Get with Brian and company. You will not be disappointed. He's literally sitting right next to me. Contact them on their website at farmfreshfl.com. Let's welcome Walk and Talk culinary contributor, Chef Jeffrey, the Schlisselmeister, uh, to the panel. Chef, what's the most important part of produce as a whole? Uh, freshness, 100%. Yeah, that's right. We are, uh, we're talking fresh, man. If, you, if you're not getting your produce in fresh, you're losing. And if you're not doing your rotations and your inventory control, and, that, and that's from the, on the distributor level, and also um, with you guys and walking in, in your coolers and your restaurants and hotels, it's a mess. Um, so... You know what irritates the hell out of me? A lot of things. A lot of things. Um, when I find avocados or tomatoes in the cooler, in the walk-in cooler, mm-hmm. because I know some poor sap, some poor sales rep is going to get the phone call about how it, I've got these nasty black avocados or my tomatoes are mealy or you know whatever it is. And you know what? It's just because they were you know improperly stored. Am I wrong? Hundred percent. Right. 
All right. Let's get a professional into the conversation. Please welcome the Brian Pizzecki of Pizzecki's Produce and Specialty Foods to the podcast. But first, sir, let me sincerely say that we appreciate all the work that we do together. You're awesome, and we appreciate you being a vendor partner to the show. Thank you, Brian. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. So, all right. I mean, you're a family-owned business. Yes. Literally. Like, you've got – like you've got – generations worth of uh, personnel basically uh, that work in the company and it's you've got what like 18 to 20 trucks you've you've got a good number of um, of clients out there and and you you guys kick ass man like you, you guys do a great job you you know I come from the business and I'm telling you straightforward you guys do a great job so most people who are listening to this, really have no idea what goes into produce distribution, right? You're talking perishables that are getting, you know, put on a truck from 3,000 miles away to land here for you to keep inventory control and get those products to your chefs in a timely manner because that product is is literally dying once it's picked back 3,000 miles ago. Yep. So um, it's it's literally the only thing on a shelf in a kitchen that's literally dying on the shelf. It's dying on the shelf. I mean, how are you? Um, what's your biggest challenge? Chefs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. I, yes, I, I said it. I'm allowed to. Definitely true. Um, biggest challenge is really is, I mean, the times we're in right now with the time during the climate changes and stuff like that. A lot of issues out in California, out west. Um, finally, this last week, we finally transitioned to Yuma, Arizona. So we're hoping to see some relief. Um, issue is that. We're talking lettuce? Yes. Yeah. Lettuce. Romaine, yeah. iceberg. Yeah. That's the growing issue, place. Issue is that they started picking early before the transition was supposed to happen. So now there's going to be a gap, I'm thinking, around Christmas. You know, so it's, it's been push. like that for the last few years. They've been they've been sticking us on romaine and iceberg at least for the last three out of five years. Every year. And then you see the prices go up. But, I mean, we're at, what, 120 bucks a case or something? No. Yeah, we're delivering... Low hundreds right now. I mean, it's it's for, crazy. For romaine, yeah. Thank I've God never, I don't have salad on my menu. Seriously, no. It's, seriously, it's, it's messy out there. I mean, everything is up. It's elevated just by nature of you know current economic conditions or whatever. But you know what, what we're talking about. So to differentiate yourself from some of the other distributors that are out there, you really need to focus on what service. Yeah, service. Right. Um, you. Uh, you do a lot. You're 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 expanding your business. You you have I don't know what probably like everything produce related. You're talking uh, microgreens uh, over here from Marvin Cahaba Club. Um, so there's a family owned. That's another family company. Um, but you carry everything, and now you're expanding into specialties. Yes. Right. So cheese. You know exotic cheeses and some Italian product line. Yes. Um, how how do you think that's going to impact what you're doing? How is that adding value to to, the, to to chefs? I think it's just adding value just in the, in general because getting the products hard, just like produce. I mean, you know, to, to be able to bring different things to the to the chefs out there, you know, to add to the produce orders and stuff like that. Uh, I think the other th- the other side of the coin too is the big box houses that are doing it. They don't have that specialty cheeses that he's going to probably carry. They're going to have everybody that what they need: Monterey Jack, cheddar cheese. So when he goes in that niche to be, or in the niche to be a little bit more specific on the cheeses, I think that's a great idea. 
Yeah, if, they're, if they're not selling the big, you know, the big box chains, if they're not selling thousands of cases a week, they're not going to nope. hold up a slot. You know, nope. They're, they're not going to just bring a few items in for a customer. Yeah, the, the, I know when I used to work for the big guy I worked for, it was uh, they had to go through five cases minimum. Minimum, yeah, minimum. Different difference with us, you know, is if a, if a chef says, "Hey, you know, we want you to carry this product for us," we're going to bring it in. If it's a case a week, case a month, we're going to bring it for you. Yeah, you're taking you've taken the approach of. Hey, I'm going to take. I'm taking service to another level, and I'm not necessarily strapping you down with all the different parameters to give you that service, yeah. which I think is unique, and I and I think that's needed. Uh, there's a lot of um, distributors who have just all sorts of chains and parameters, and you know, in, in order to get a an order in, you have to meet a certain minimum order. Or you have to have uh, you know you know, blood from your first child, whatever yeah. it's, it's, it's all of that. Yeah. Um, and you're doing it different. I think you're doing it right. Yeah. With us, you can order, you want 70 each lemons. We're going to send you 70, 70 each lemons. Yeah. You don't have to buy a dozen or two dozen, you know, or 45 at a time, you know, just, you order what exactly what you need. But you know, as you to. break down the case, it's going to cost a little bit more, correct? Yeah, of course. Yeah. It's just like buying a slice of pizza from a pizza place. Right. You know? But do chefs understand why? I mean, I, I, no, I don't. I, I do. I don't think the general populace of chefs, even the people that are not chefs in the restaurant business, don't understand it. I'll tell you why I say that. You know, obviously, I come from that. Mm-hmm. I come from this world, and you know, if there's a you know thirty percent or fifty percent even that's put on an, a broken in each product. Uh, and then you'll get the the call like, "Hey, whoa, whoa, how come I'm paying so much by the each for lemons?" I'm like, "Well, you know, uh, there's labor. Somebody's got to pick that. You know, they have to put it in a bag. I got to pay for that bag. You know, it's it's extra time." Yeah, you normally know, they come like one sixty five. You talk about lemons, they come yeah. in a quant, you know, bulk pack right. case. Right. Once you go into the eaches, that goes up. Just it's almost like butchering. So when you take the knife to the the cow or whatever you're doing it's going to go up exponentially same thing goes when you're doing it with produce yeah so 100 percent. so you know i think that um i think what we're going to be doing brian as we kind of go forward and, and i think we're going to be seeing a lot more uh of you um we're going to get into commute how 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 uh how you're how we are going to communicate with chefs you know related to produce related to your business model related to produce distribution um, because I, I think if we educate as we go forward, and you've already got a, a very strong base of clientele, strong relationships, you know your reputation is is super strong in the market here. If we if we're going to feed them information on simply how to understand what we're doing better, man, I I, I think that um, I think you can I think you take take over the whole freaking Central Florida. We're trying. I know you are. One restaurant at a time. <laughs> I, I think the biggest thing for chefs, what we want to do is see that farmer's report. We want to be notified that it's going to be $120, $100 a case for Romaine. That way we can, you know, if we need to sidestep to do something to offset it or something like that, that's the only thing we care about. As more proactive as a, as a company that they can let us know as chefs, the better it is for us because then we can actually react, not to be proactive or reactive. We can react to that. I think that's the biggest problem for us. Are chefs going to 86 lettuce? I don't think we're going to 86 it, but we're definitely going to do things to, you know, we'll look at our menus. Maybe they're, and if you know during this time period, because it's not like it happens only once a year because it happens twice a year. 
uh, when the growing seasons stop. Yeah, but not like this. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, listen, they're, they're, after COVID. This is, this is serious. Yeah, uh, but after COVID, I mean, listen, chicken wings, I never expected chicken wings to go up to $230. True story, but. I never expected uh, romaine to go to 100 100 $130 for freaking lettuce? Yeah. Come what on, about man. avocados? Avocado, yeah, but there's a reason for that. There's but a real reason for that. Forty-eight avocado, forty-eight to a case, and you're going a hundred and something dollars. I mean, that's been that's been the trend for several years now, and that's like you know, uh, no no pun intended to the bacon cartel, but that's like actual cartel. Yeah, oh, hundred percent, hundred percent, and the government that. and how they mm-hmm. you know how, same thing how with Mexican limes. Yeah, I understand it. Yeah, you know that um, you know when we start getting into uh, May. You, you right into May, you know the limes are going up. You know avocados are going. You know that's all going to happen, and it's just, I guess it's part of doing business these days. That's just what it is. Yeah, but I think the differentiation for him and his company is that service seven days a week. That's awesome. It's 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 seven it's uh it's seven days a week, but it's not with all the strings attached, and that's the difference. And and I know this from experience, and I won't. I'm not going to go into that, but. You know, there's other companies that offer seven days, but then it's like it's seven days, but, 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 and you have to do this, that, and whatever, you know, and, and while that's, I can embrace that and I understand everybody has to run a company and I understand that there's um, costs to it, but I guess if you run it a little different, it works. And it, and if you can, and if you point to a, a Pizeki produce, it works, you know, and there's growth. You're growing year over year. Yes. By a pretty good amount. From last year to this year, we grew 60% in sales. 60? 60%. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And you know what? The, and and I'm, I'm going to say two things to that. So, chefs, if you're out there and you're listening, um, the reason that there's a, a swing like that is because, one, the competition in the market is falling on their face. They're crap in the bed. That's number one. Number two, Brian and gang are taking care of their chefs. Now, with that said, it's produce. You're always going to have a late truck. You're always going to have like a, a blemished, you know, piece of fruit or several fruits in a box. You're going to get to you're going to get tomato sauce in a in a box. It's going to happen. You're going to get ketchup in a box. It's just the nature of it. But what ends up happening is his team, and I can attest to this. I've run sales teams, big sales teams. His team, they care. They care about what they do. And if, if Brian himself, and I'm speaking for you, and forgive me, they get on, he gets on a truck. Gets on a truck and, and makes the delivery. You don't see that anywhere from an owner. Hardly anywhere where the owner gets on a truck and makes, and makes it happen. So when, when you're offering that, people like you, Chef, embrace it. And right. they say, you know what? Yeah, I want that. I want to support that. I don't want to su- – and listen, there's a place for the corporate larger operations. We need them. They're out there. There's a, they serve a purpose. But so does the you know, small to mid-size, family-owned, service first, service all the way, and, and no speed bumps on that service. We need that too. Am I right or am I wrong? Oh, 100%. I think the other thing too is we need to educate the chefs out there that everything doesn't have to be perfect. I don't know where in the culinary – uh, timeline because I've been doing it for 40 years where we used to have the curved squash and everything was in, not perfect. It was the grade B or two. And now everything has got to be perfect. 
we need to get back to utilizing the whole plant or utilizing the imperfect. Uh, 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 yeah. So, Brian, when did food service go retail? <laughs> that I, that's the best, yeah. I mean, when 100%. What, we lost the ability to be creative and couldn't use a curved squash. That's, that doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. It's Yeah, I don't know how, you, how to answer that one, but it's definitely food service, food service. Attention chefs and food buyers. Are you looking to improve your proteins program with quality and service by the best in the beef business? Reach out to Peninsula Food Service. With 25 butchers on staff, their services will dazzle you and impress your dining guests. Peninsula is the largest Creekstone farm distributor in the Southeast United States. Let the gang at Peninsula Food Service cut your beef burdens away and ask about their dry-aged program. Look them up at PeninsulaFood.com. Yeah, but if, we, if we're going to make an impact on what the natural resources are that we're utilizing to grow the product from the farmers and the energy and all that other stuff that goes along with growing it, and then 60% or 40%, I can't remember the actual, it goes back into the ground because it's not perfect. I mean, that's insane. Yeah, Absolutely insane. We need to educate not only our chefs, but our consumers. You guys are chopping it up anyway, for the most part. Exactly. That's what my point. I mean... We have to think outside the box. We also have to look at our menus and go, let's be more seasonality. We were talking post this podcast. You mentioned getting a chef from California, moving to Florida. What's the big deal with it? Do you know how many times, Brian, I'm sure you've dealt with this, Brian, you get a new chef. They they just got here. They could be from New York or from California or somewhere out West and they get their first delivery and they call you and they're like, "Um, yeah, my produce is garbage. Uh, I need somebody to come see me. So you go see, you know, you go in, you see the chef and then what ends up happening is they're like, uh, yeah. So I'm from, you know, uh, California where they literally grow this stuff in their backyard. It's like, it's from, you know, like 80 yards away. They can go pick it themselves really. And then they're, and they're, and they're, and they're kind of comparing it to product that 3000 miles away, 3000 miles away. Think cold chain. Think how, just, just think how, uh, you know, the, uh, pro tip number two in produce is the cold chain. Like that has to stay intact. Once you break it, you lose longevity on product and it's by a large percentile. So that happens. That happens from field to warehouse, from warehouse to truck, from truck to destination, from dest- like there's all these uh, critical control points along the way where you get breakdown. And so when you get, when you get the, and listen, I, I love the chefs from out west and the northeast because you guys are talented. You work like like animals, and you put out terrific product. But you don't understand what is the armpit of the country in terms of destination uh, logistics. Florida, it's hard to get. It's hard. It's just just hard. Yeah, I mean, our growing seasons from November, October, November to like May, correct? Yeah. Different items. Yeah, know, and then not the bulk, like the general stuff out there, too. A lot, a lot of farmers are done. They're like they're selling their properties down here. Used to be able to get Goodson Farm cauliflower. They're done. They sold their fields to some developer. To put so houses, Florida. Houses. Florida, Florida, yeah. Florida cauliflower is a 
thing of the past. Okay. Well, yeah, Winthrop, where is a, a shopping center near Carl. I actually did some research because I wanted to see if they had any availability for site. That actually was a dairy farm by the Hoods. Uh, in 1999, they sold to have that developed. And at that time, there was only 20%. That's why I'm a farmer advocate. Because if we don't have land to farm, we're going to have to get that somewhere else. We, 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 we really need to put that to, to, to kick off that program we were talking about. Yeah. Yeah, they're having that. Yeah, they, you might as well tell Brian and, and tell the audience. And obviously, I want you involved in this in a big way, Brian. So, um, every every up here specifically in Central Florida, the communities are typically fifteen minutes away from a farm. Like you know, wherever you live here, you drive fifteen minutes, and there's farms. And I I believe that we should put something together. And and as does um, Chef Jeffrey, I believe that there should be um, farms. And ambassadors. Ambassadors, chef ambassadors to those farms, to the restaurants and hotels, to the community, and we kind of link everybody together, right? Because as we've seen over the last, uh, I don't know, year or whatever with uh, what's going on over in the Ukraine and everything, we're all beholden to the big box store. And if the big box store doesn't have what we need, then we don't get what we need. But the truth is, if you just drive down the road a piece just over yonder or whatever, you're going to find what you, you know, you're going to find food, you know? And, uh, and a lot of those farms are struggling or they're selling out. Like you said, Brian, I, I feel like that shouldn't be, I feel like there's a support system that needs to be put in place and maybe they wouldn't sell. Right. Cause everything is about the dollar. Everybody's got to make money and, and, and I get it, but maybe, yeah, but farming is really hard work. It's hard work. And it's like the most important thing ever. Now, I have a buddy down in, uh, in Sebring, she was uh, a corrections officer. Her name's Jan, and her husband's a firefighter for Sebring, Adam. And she started a farm called City Chicks, and she's growing chickens, but now she's going to actually start growing produce to feed her animals. And then she's got baby miniature goats. So if you guys want to buy a goat, contact Jan over at City Kicks or City Chicks. And she's got eggs and all that stuff to go along with it. But she left that cushion job to open up a farm because she wanted to be you know, with her farm and growing f- for her family. We need more people like Jan to go out there to do things like that because farmers are, like you said, they're just giving up their land for money. Yeah, and and, and, and I think if there's a support system for them, especially, especially if we can attach a reputable distributor to the equation. Well, do we know one? Oh, yeah, so. we do. <laughs> He's sitting right across from me. He's right here. It's right, literally right Right here. next here, yeah. Yeah. So I think I, I think there's a lot we can do, and we can change the game. I think we I can I think we can disrupt, you know, the industry. I think it's I think it's there, and I think it's ripe for the picking. Wow, you there's like the pun. You like that? I mean, yeah. listen, this Willie is not... liked it. He's smiling. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> I mean, it's funny, but um, unrehearsed, I, I'll say. But um, yeah, no, I, I think that uh, I think this is the time. I think there's an opportunity to do some stuff, and it's just a matter of like, hey, uh, it's plug and play. I know you, and I know that guy, and I know that guy, and that gal, and whomever, and we just start plugging the network, and that's really what Walk and Talk is all about. It's the it's growing a network of like-minded individuals who their lives revolve around culinary, whether it's on the farm side. Whether it's on the restaurant side, whether it's the chef, the distributor, whatever, I think there's a lot that we can do. And not only will that um, feed 
a lot of people and bridge gaps when when um, you know situations occur when when you're talking politics or whatever or logistics logistics whatever yeah I mean you, we're we're gonna do good it's a, it's a good thing so with that said uh, you didn't know this Brian but uh, yeah you're you're part of this so. that's fine definitely uh, ready to do it. I know. You are. I mean, like, what kind of, what's some of the strangest requests you've had from chefs? I mean, I have one. I, I need scotch bonnets. For some reason, Tampa does not grow scotch bonnets. Yeah, um, def- um, definitely not around here, but you can get them. It's okay. not an issue to get them. All right, cool. Because that's something I definitely need. He said and that with a straight face. I know he did. And that's why I'm, I, that's what he's the man. We get them. We get so. them for people all the time. So, one of the weirdest requests was at noon, a chef calls. This is, probably three, four years ago, calls and says they need 100 squash blossoms by 5 p.m. Don't stock them. You no know, perishable item, you know, it's that, usually a day, ultra, day ultra pre-order. Perishable. Yeah. So I said, all right. He says, I need them. Like, I need them. No, no doubt need them. Did we drop the ball? What can you do for me? So I started making some phone calls, call a couple farmers. Luckily, we're in squash season. Drove out to Winter Haven. Wow. Picked 100 squash blossoms out of the field and got them to him by 5 o'clock. Straight from the, straight straight, from the I field. Mean, I they were that. picked two hours before to his, you know. But that's the stuff that we do. We want to make sure that, you know, whatever we possibly can do, we are going to make sure we do and, and, what they need. And that's what I appreciate. So coming from the – all right, so I'm going to – I'm going to – in an, I am in an interesting – space because I've worked in restaurants and, and I've been the guy that you have to go to the table and say, yeah, sorry, it's not happening today. I've been the distributor where, Hey, sorry. Uh, our clients just aren't getting this today. And when you, when you, when you're working with a team or companies, a team of companies that will actually, you know, go from, will drive three hours uh, a six-hour round trip for probably a hundred dollars worth of you know product, just to support that particular chef. Man, that makes me happy because there's so many who look at the hey, look at my KPI report. Hey, look at my spreadsheet. My spreadsheet says I can't do that. To hell with you, because your business model sucks. That's my opinion. Mm-hmm. It should be yes. Full throttle, always yes. Because if you do that, your chef will stay with you forever. Does, does, does that chef still order from you? Because that sure was my next question. Sure yeah. does. And, and the reason why? Because of what you just did. Yeah. yeah. Three or four years ago. Correct. There's only one other farm that I know that does that for people on the East Coast of Florida, and that was Swank Farms. And I remember I worked for the Marriott and the GM came in and he was like, your, your produce is hot. I'm like, yeah, it just came out of the farm. <laughs> Literally was picked at two o'clock in the afternoon and that? came here at six. Farm, the farm wasn't refrigerated? No, they, they no, believe it or not. Yeah. And that's, that's the other thing that people don't realize. They don't realize when they're cutting that at the farm and they're bringing it to you, it's the, that's the freshest thing you can get. But wait, are you telling me that like, uh, you know, Fruits and veg, it's it's not chilled coming out of the. 
Yeah. Going to the ground? Maybe. No. No? Maybe oh. in Canada. Maybe, yeah. maybe, yeah. Or, or depending yeah. if it's ice grapes or something like frozen grapes. The frozen tundra. Yeah. Right? I get it. Yeah. <laughs> Possibly. 100%. Well, that's like I said before. That's Produce is the only thing that's literally dying on your shelves. Yeah. Yeah. Brian, um, where, where, where are we taking Hiseki's, uh Produce and Specialty Foods? Where's it going? Just trying to bring more products in and just show the chefs what we do. I mean, just service, 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 service. It's, it's service squared is, yeah. is, uh, is what he's saying. Um, What's it cost you guys to stop your truck? Because I think chefs need to know that too. A lot. It, yeah. It's a lot more than, and I'm, I jumped in on that. Uh, just, it's a lot. And when you put, so chefs out there who are listening, when you place an order that's $30, while, and, and I'm speaking for Brian, he'll drop it. He will drop that, that product. It probably costs him more to stop that truck, though. It's a loss. It's a loss for the company. There's no question. And, and I'm going to say you're probably sitting at a $75 to $150 to $200, you know, and everything is changing now over the last few months, too. So it's probably up. It's probably $200, bucks, 300 bucks, just, just to break even on that truck, on that stop. Right. And, it, and obviously every company is a little bit different because every company has different expenses, more personnel, less personnel, whatever, you know, whatever they got going on. But at the end of the day, it costs. So when, sh- when, you know, chefs who are listening to this podcast, guys, gals, try to do right by the, you know, by exactly my point. Yeah. yeah, exactly my point. Don't, don't nickel and dime them. Don't beat them up because you don't feel like going over to Publix because you're going to spend $35 and you're going to spend 30 Throw them a bone, you know, throw the company that's going to be behind you. Like that story with the squash blossoms, dude, if that, that was me and I needed you to help me out and do that. And you did that for me, there would be no doubt. I would never do a $20 order if you know, I would make sure that you had all my produce business because that's what it's all about. Yeah. You know, smaller orders doesn't bother us. You know, if, if it's something that you need, we're going to take care of you, you know, and it's, it's more or less service, you know, you put an eight hundred dollar order in the day before, and you're like, "Forgot to order grape tomatoes." We're gonna bring that case of grape tomatoes. To you that, next that's day. gonna go in the car. It's <laughs> gonna I, go right over. With I've that. done that. Yeah, sure. I won't lie. I've done that. Yeah, hundred percent. By the way, um, you know uh, when so the walk and talk uh, media complex. We're doing a podcast today, right? And we are actually we're 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 filming this because it's a video podcast. Videos will be available later. But we're doing this, these sessions in live, we're in a live restaurant. I'm looking at people eating delicious food. Uh, so there's all sorts of ambient noises in the background from where we are uh, recording. So just FYI, that's, that's what all the, uh, you know, if you hear something in the background, that's kind of what that is. Walk and talk podcast. I love Willie. I just love him. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah, so, uh, so that's kind of where we are. Um, Willie, let's uh, put on the music. Let's go for it. Brian, tell me, tell everyone listening, what's next? What are we looking for? Are we to be excited? I'm excited. I know what's coming. What's next is 200 squash blossoms, and I need them by 2 (laughs) o'clock. Talk to me, Brian. What do we got? Product-wise, or you you want to service everybody to death. You want to give them everything they want. Yes. So with us, you have no minimum order. Well, no minimum orders. You know, we have all this new specialty items coming in. Check out our website, farmfreshfl.com. What about a Sunday delivery? Sunday delivery, if you need it, we got you. Oh, my God. I love that. 
I've heard that. I love that. That's amazing. So Sunday, second runs. Your salespeople are amazing. Your family's amazing. Those of you, uh, those of the family who are working in the company, uh, and you're a family guy. And you know what, man? I, I respect what you do. So Thank you. Appreciate it. I do. I Yes, sincerely. The shish, <laughs> Schlisselmeister of the Hollywood Schlissels. Dude, love that. I love, you like that, yeah. right? I know you would dig that. Um, I appreciate you as always. Always. I got Willie, John, and Veronica. I'm staring at you guys. <laughs> I, we couldn't do this without the team. Thank you. Appreciate everybody. Hashtag Pablo Vivas. Let me tell you about my friends over at Citrus America and their amazing juicing equipment. They're revolutionizing the way you enjoy freshly squeezed juice. They're at the best hotels, restaurants, and markets. Their mission is simple. Develop a unique consumer experience with on-premise juicing. Deliver healthy taste options to clientele and juice more faster. It's that easy. Citrus America supplies the highest quality juicing equipment and solutions in the industry. So whether you're a small business owner or a large corporation, Citrus America has the right juicing equipment for you. Find out more at citrusamerica.com.